boys, do you remember? Hello, the good morning. <laughs> Welcome to our uh, neighborhood. <laughs> I, I am uh, I, I am Coop. Um, I'm Dylan, and I'm Chris. Hello, we we are back from non for some nonsense. Uh, we'll talk about the end, the last two episodes of a wonderful little show called Ghostbuster. It has been a little while since we've recorded because of scheduling and. Boy, we have those life things, and life is all affecting us right now because we are, we are, we're three dead boys. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we're almost Limp Biscuit, but you know, oh my god, yeah, see, see, okay, how so much, Coop, another thing, how we much Limp Biscuit can my life contain in one morning? <laughs> what <laughs> was there more Limp okay, Biscuit? So- uh, you, this this episode will certainly be out after the episode of Backstage Gaming we just recorded. Hi, I'm Chris. Dylan and I host a show called Backstage Gaming. We'll talk about it in the plug zone. Yep. Um, but today I we we played a game that I call uh, What's the Dud, where I find shitty video like video games yes. that all are within a certain region score wise according to Gamespot, and I make Dylan guess which one is lowest. And one of the games that I record that we I found a review for it was the Fight Club tie-in game from 2004 featuring unlockable player character Fred Durst. All right, that's right. <laughs> and so I mentioned, God, now I can only think of Coop because every time I say, all right, let's keep rolling, as in let's move on with the episode, he will reference either Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst, or, the, or like just explicitly reference the song Rolling. The, the pros for Fight Club <laughs> included Fred Durst, or no, the the pro, the only pro for Fight Club, the video game, was you can beat up Fred Durst, immediately <laughs> followed by the con, Fred Durst is in the game. I think it would have been better if Fred Durst was the training dummy. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, Sakurai, Fred Durst has been in a video game. Put Fred Durst in Smash as the punching bag for home run okay, contest. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I, 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 am, I, am, I have faith in this. I'm there's there's going to be one Limp Bizkit fan listening to this podcast <laughs> shaking his head angrily. He's going to be so angry. Um, Thank you for coming to our yeah. Fred Durst fan cast. <laughs> oh, you know, no. If you really don't like, if you really don't like what we just said, uh, you should fight us in the Fight Club PS2 game. Yeah, you. Uh, so we can beat up your Fred Durst loving ass. Yeah, we're gonna dust Durst. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Mad chaotic god, energy. Blazing. So uh, my heart is blazing. Uh, that game's gonna be great. Anyway, it's gonna be so good. Anyway, yes, yes, wait. yes. Before, before we, how, how we, how we've all been besides crazy. Um. So I just got through Tech Week, and yeah, I did opening night for a play I'm in, and I am going to be doing my second night performance, whatever uh, tonight, and I am dead. Mm. And I believe in Dylan. Here Gregory. I am. I believe in Dylan Gregory too. Does Dylan Gregory believe in himself? 
I don't know. <laughs> but Coop believes uh, in the D- Dylan Gregory that believes in you. Yeah. Sure. There we go. Because that's totally how that quote works, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, no, I've I've been good. I haven't been as busy as Dylan, but I've been doing recording for several podcast projects and uh, keeping keeping busy. I'm now part of a, a group of like voice actors that are just getting together to do uh, fan dubs of Fire Emblem Three Houses shit post memes. There you go. Uh, I Which like is this. very fun. Your career just becomes shit posting. I hope not. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fun way of me- it's a fun way of meeting people, and it's a fun way of doing doing the thing that I want to be doing. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, I I just been doing that work. Let me tell you about oh, yeah. insure. I I insure you. It's it's a job I have. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Um, Yes, and also I uh, I want to say I am still an actual donut eater. What? Wait, <laughs> Coop, are you okay? Yeah, I, I I was trying to make you think I'd say actual Dodinchi character. You know, well I said oh, it. Oh. See, oh, I have good. successfully uh. locked that away. <laughs> You know, the lock has been broken. I am the key. I twist that key. I, we open it up. The the. Well, just wait. So anyway, giant robots. Yes, giant robots. <laughs> it's the most uh, yeah. dojin thing ever. Giant robots. So, let's. I don't like that, but let's keep moving. Yes, yes. Let's actually talk about what we came to talk about today. So we're gonna start with episode five of Gunbuster. Let's let's just. We already mentioned Fred Durst, so whatever. Let's roll on into it. Um, the curse has been lifted. Coop is free. Finally, the evil has been defeated. Master has given Dobby Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if you give Limp Biscuit a Viagra? Stop. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, Gunbuster. The na- yeah. <laughs> aim for the top, not aim for the biscuit. Gotcha. Um, so, I'm going to die here. Yep. So Amano and Noriko yep. are back in Okinawa to graduate high school, and it's been 10 years on Earth since they left. Yep, and they're like, it's been only like six months. Yep, they, they've been... They're old, even though they're not. Relativity fucks you up, fam. Yeah, boy. It's true. That it's young true. Rip Van Winkle effect. Your Rip got Van Winkled. Um, and pretty much everybody they knew was gone. Um, that crazy lady who tried to kill Noriko is a teacher, though, so that's cool. Um, yeah, it, it is It is actually you came back to your hometown after a long absence syndrome. Yeah, no, it's, it's very... Like, watching that when... Like when when you and I watched it, Coop was like, "Oh, this is a cool like, cool montage." Watching it as an adult, it's like, "Oh, this is like when I return to fucking Marshall, Michigan, and every time I go out in public, I'm like, who who's my cashier gonna be? Because yeah. there's a good <laughs> chance I know them. Who oh, did really? we go to the high school with? Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. Tr- yeah. Nope. I think like that's only happened to me like twice. Yep. Uh, usually, Mar- I just I I don't see. 
anyone. Boy, like, when I go out to the bars in Marshall, I'm a goddamn minor celebrity, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, with, uh, uh, for background, my dad owned a bar for 45 years. He goes into his oh, old... Oh, really? Yeah, he goes in... It, Which is still, I, I discovered on my last viewing, it is again a bar. Yes. It's not the same. I miss the old copper. <laughs> but it's a brand new place. Um... And when he goes in there now, whenever he comes back into town, he's treated like a goddamn celebrity in that place. Like, That's really cool. So, I mean, the copper was a fucking institution. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, I I'm biased. I kind of you don't. I I might, I might have grown up in there, wrote a play about it. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I see. I was thinking that too. Um, the coming back home effect. Especially now that apparently Marshall has a Domino's pizza now. So going back is that's gonna be like my world is gonna be turned upside down, man. <laughs> there's gonna be change in my town. There's gonna be another <laughs> pizza place in Marshall. <gasps> um but yeah, I feel old now. But um it, it works yep. it makes at least in context of Gunbuster, it makes your um, grabbing, I'm grabbing my chest in a weird way, um, but it makes you uh, makes you feel even le- more old because they should be more old, but they're not more old. Yeah, yeah. This was the uh, this was the moment in um, in in the watching of this show that I did with Dylan a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, Gunbuster, or mm-hmm. like many anime. Features a fair amount of fan service. Yep. Uh, some of is it is time more, for this story. I, I we're getting there. I mean, okay. The yep. next moment, I think, is when this came we're to be. We're getting there Nor- very shortly. Uh, Noriko and Kimiko are talking, and uh, Noriko is thinking about like how old she should be, and that was when Dylan. I could hear like the gears in his brain sort of catch <laughs> and grind to a halt as he realized. That this character that they have been, you know, being a little lewd with, not aggressively, but sprinkled here and there, is a minor by yeah. American standards. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're sitting there watching, and Dylan, I hear him say something effective, but that means that she's, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the fucking funniest thing I'd ever heard. I, I feel like I've said this in previous episodes. It, but it like, might have, but it's worth repeating because it's, it's fucking it, great. Like it's it's because the the presentation of like the first two episodes is such like a goofy like Top Gun type of yeah. feel and oh, vibe yeah, 100%. to it that like you're like oh yeah they're they're in some kind of military academy they're they're past high school but no high school is the military academy. Yep. <laughs> And so you're like, we made it for our high school graduation. I'm sorry. And then, like, the uh, effect of losing in the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! and being sent into the Shadow Realm, like, crack across (laughs) Dylan's face. (laughs) Because, like... You know that this isn't. It's not like this is a thing that doesn't happen in anime. So oh no, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it like it's an unfortunate truth, but it's like okay, fine. That's a little skeevy. I was kind of fine with it in Gunbuster though, because I was working with the assumption that I'm like, yeah, I mean, like it's kind of it's kind of uh, male gazy, but at the same time, it's it's goofy, it's kind of farcical, it's fun, and then I'm like. Oh, but what? Nah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ooh, uh, before we before we get into the eh of that, um, when it's okay, yeah, sorry, go ahead. You're good. When Noriko and was talking with Kimiko, like Chris said, uh, they'd ran into each other, and Kimiko is a mom ass mom now with a with a boobob, and um, <laughs> you mean a child? Yes, that thing, um, <laughs> a child. Um, <laughs> And they're catching up, and yo, look at that big-ass ship. It's supposed to be the if-the-aliens-kill-us-all ship. And Kimiko's all like, you're military, so you can get people on the ship because my, my chances are shitty. So take my daughter if I uh, if we do a dead, please, for the love of God. And, um, yeah, so then we before we get to the super questionable, um, we have... We have nerdy shit all over Noriko's room. There's a Nazca po- poster. Um, there's Van Halen. There's Space Battleship it's very Yamato. 80s. She's a goddamn nerd. Yeah. <laughs> also, Nausicaa. Wow, it's like Hideaki Anno worked on that yeah, or something. Yeah, it's, it's like as that was a movie he did stuff on or something. I don't know. He, it's, it's, like he, it's like he does like he animated stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did I just make did this, did a sentence did did lines of dialogue? We, we, we were close enough. We were close enough. Did lines of <laughs> dialogue fine, just fine. just like permeate coop, from my coop, mouth? Coop. Aim for the top. If we if we look back at our past mistakes, we can never advance beyond the person we were yesterday. <laughs> okay, so um, there, there's just titties out of nowhere. Anime yeah, titty. So, just uh, Norco leans back and her. Titty tries to leave her body. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only... Yeah. It's like, it's a Gynex bounce, but it's a Gynex bounce if the boob gains sentience. <laughs> and, and I'm decided that sure. it had better things to do with its time. And, and Coop, you have recently seen Neon Genesis Evangelion. My face was yep. the face that Shinji makes when he sees all of the, the clones of Rei. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll see if I can find that face for Chris. Yeah, but, I, that that is meaningless syllables to me. Uh, anyway, I was just kind of like you know this in con- the absurdity of that boob bounce with the uh, <laughs> with the recent with the recent revelations broke me. <laughs> yeah, and it gets even weirder because she started doing the self reflection stuff and she starts thinking about her dad and then more titty shot and I'm like. Yeah, just what you're talking about isn't helping what what's going on on screen. This look, this looks like a job for young Freud. Uh, <laughs> is that the new show on uh, CBS this fall? Young Young Freud. I, I oh my god. Kill me. Uh, anyway, Chris, here here's the image. I'm posting it to the Discord. <laughs> yeah, that's yep yep. <laughs> having been next to you, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> that sounds about right. Okay, we can move the on. The cruelest of <laughs> thesis. And then I, I made the, I kept this misspelling in here on purpose. Sh- a shit tons of enemies shit start tones. shit tones. So the mighty mighty boss shit tones come, oh come in and I love the mighty mighty boss tones, excuse me. That's mm-hmm. at least this is the impression that I get. Um so um 
enemies come in. I, I spelled it like animes, but shitty. So that's why I left it because I'm funny. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the science. In, Boy, this, that joke is really going to read for this all audio medium. No, just totally. <laughs> we're, we're, no, no, Chris, we got to stop dignifying. We got to stop validating him <laughs> whenever <laughs> he does this. You got to be like the. You got to be like Caesar Milan with the sprit can. Yeah, I was going to say I'm. I'm far away. I can't reach you with my spray bottle right now, Coop. <laughs> Uh, anyway, science men. Yeah, science men are scared. Um, uh, Captain is scared. Yo, the monsters are calling. They're coming. Uh, Noriko gets a phone call. It's like, yo, you got to come talk to the Kochi. And uh, as she's running on in to the school where they have their base set up to talk to the Kochi, uh, Coach and Amano are arguing. Um, we don't really see over what, but he do a bad and slap her, and she's like, fuck you, and runs off. And uh, Noriko walks in at the tail end of this, and she's confused, but she's wearing a pretty bitchin' sweater, so I will say that. She's good <laughs> good 80s wear. Um, and as soon as Noriko gets in there, Coach collapses, and he's coughing up blood, and Noriko tries to call in to get some help, and he kills the phone. It's like, you do not say a goddamn word to a mono, or I'm going to kill you. So, And then we flash a bit forward to um, Young and uh, Noriko on the beach. Young's all like, I don't care for the coach anymore or whatever. Um, Young's best girl, that's all I got to say. Um, and then Noriko is again doing more introspection. She's sitting in the bath. This is this is the very thick coating of Ano. Um, <laughs> Some, something about like learning how young she is and then just hitting us in the face with all this like yeah. front-loaded fan Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, You're she's in the bathtub. And enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she's having the introspection and the fan and the fan service is happening allegedly, um, and then um, she's flashbacking to when she was talking to the coach shortly after he had his little tumble and uh yo uh i'm i'm doing a dead noriko uh i'm a doing a dying but you especially gunbuster the earth's only hope and you and well so you and amano separately you're just like flames but together you're an inferno and together in gunbuster with that inferno you're invincible Imuteki da. Um, so it's, it's still. And uh, yeah, so he he then goes, kind of unloads his guilt, saying, hey, I'm sorry I didn't save your father, but he gave me a mission to take this further. And without you and being here and me, we wouldn't be where we are at. Um, but OK, Again, do not tell Amano a thing because she would not fight if she knew I had the space cancer. So, nah. Which feels like a weird, like I, I that logic always confused me a little bit. Yeah, like maybe it, that she would be preoccupied. Maybe that's the fear because, yeah. like, Cause, cause, yeah. like we we that's get there uh, near the near the end of the episode. So I guess we'll we'll bring yeah. this point back yeah. up again when we get there. I've seen this trope like a. Dylan, we've seen this trip a million times. Don't tell the person the thing because they wouldn't fight. So it's eh. yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I think it, you just get kind of used to it after yeah, a while. Like, just tropes that don't make sense. You're just all like, ah, it's totally normal. I've seen that a million times. And somebody hasn't seen it. Like, Miss, Mr. Wilson's like, um, actually. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Yes. Um, so, Noriko figures out in her in her bathtub of introspection that Amano already knows about it. So, yeah. So... Back in Tokyo, big military men, uh, they're boned and they're unprepared for any of this. And then Coach just forces his way into the room. He's like, so we're going to use that old ship we had, the Excelion. We're going to use that as a bomb to take out the monsters. And Gunbuster's going to, you know, they're going to escort it. So we'll be good. And then the mission's approved. So Amano and Noriko are on the Densha, their day going on over to Tokyo so they can fly up for their mission. And Coop, I'm 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 frightened to ask. Yes. But why did you write the sentence girls Ardentia de going to head out for the mission? What is that a reference to? Okay. So there's they're on a train and there's a line there's a uh, a, th- a line of simulation train games in Japan called Densha de Go. Okay. Okay. That's why I put it on there. <laughs> Let okay. me tell you about shorthand we speak. <laughs> it's yeah, like hand. you know, there's there's a lot that I do know, but Densha Dago is not uh You just not added one of them. three syllables. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been easier to say get on the train. <laughs> Okay, the fact that they're on a train makes it make at least a little bit more sense. Okay, we're... I'm, yeah, they're on we a train. We can continue. They're on a train. We can yeah, continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, girls <laughs> are Hikaru no-go to head out from oh the Oh, my mission. God. Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so they're on the train. They're on the way from the mission. Girls are Baku going. Ah. Uh, um, and... Chris watches the anime. Uh, the animu. The animu. I believe it. I believe it. Um, was Was... Bakugo was that manga you... This is a tangent you can cut out, but Bakugo was that manga you showed me about the people who are trying to become manga artists, right? Oh, Bakuman. Bakugo's the name... Yeah, Bakugo's the name of the rival from My Hero Academia. Okay. Academia. What was what was it, Coop? Bakuman. It's Bakuman. That's by, what I was thinking yep, of. It's by the Death Note peeps. They, 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 they're definitely knowledgeable about that subject <laughs> anyway um so the girls are on the train amano is not too hot on the fact that six months are gonna pass at the very least while they're away on their mission and amano's like oh, i'm just gonna shake this off i gotta i gotta do the, i gotta i gotta be here for humanity i gotta shake this off and do this and then i put a note here um because they go from one train to another train which is kind of a lift and I was like, this this stuff shows up in Ava again with trains. I just had to mention yeah. this because, like, these last two episodes specifically, and we'll probably get a little more into this later, Ava cribs a shit ton from these last two episodes because obviously it's the same yeah. guy. Um, uh, take what you know, you know. Yeah, so mm. um, let me tell you about depression and congratulations. Anyway, um, so... They're launching. They're getting ready to go. Um, Nariko is like set up like a rocket, and uh, Amano's just gonna X Men jet out of there. And Coach is there at the launch, and Noriko 
calls in the mom to be like, yo, he's here. That's awesome. Oh, and when you get back, you get married and, and actually say things to him. And she's all like, Amaz all like, stop talking. Like, yeah. <laughs> the space cancer could kill Shut him in the, the within the next up. six months. It's so, like Noriko's not thinking about that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you guys are going to get married and you'll have such a happy future. <laughs> no, it's he, like Ixnay. Ixnay. He dead. He yeah, going to be is, dead. Uh, it's a little tone deaf on the part of good old Noriko. Yeah. I mean, like, I have definitely been in situations where I've had to put my foot in my mouth and be like, oh. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. I've, uh, Chris has seen me done this multiple times. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? Honestly, same. Yeah. Like, <laughs> love you, Chris. Love y'all, too. Reasonable. Reasonable. Reason man. Reason man in reason town. Um, so... So yes. Okay, anime. Um, so going forward here. Uh, so along with the shock of Noriko being like, "Ooh, I done fucked up." There's a really nice screen tone where it goes all sheet white and dramatic. That's great. And they are both not in a good place as they just the ships launch without <laughs> their input, and they're like, "Ah, oh, shit." And then Young shows up because she's best girl. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> and, and then uh, Kimiko and her daughter are also watching on because they can see from the city um, the buster machines taken off. And to make things even worse, once they get into orbit and head up and join the ship, there's a goddamn time dilation counter on their ship so they can see how much time has actually passed. Because that's yeah, cause not that wouldn't be stressful at all. At all. No. <laughs> And they stop going, and they're they keep on looking at the damn clock the whole time. It's like, do not look at the clock, please don't. <laughs> Why is it in the cockpit? Because uh, somebody was smart. Um, <laughs> and so to go and do to, to escort the ship, they're gonna go over to Jupiter Two, the sequel to Jupiter One. Uh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> the squeakle, the sequel planet, because you could. Because one Jupiter wasn't enough. Jupiter 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, so they head out to Jupiter 2 with the ship. And they... The aliens, the space monsters, the kaiju, they're ready to go. And lasers are super effective against them like always. And you have those delicious cotton candy explosions all over the place. And that goes on for a bit. And like... They keep looking at the damn timer... And Amato's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here because he's going to be dead. And also, I never told him how I felt. So, yeah, Narco's like, OK, I, I get what you're going on. But we don't use these six months he gave to us. He's going to die in vain. And like everybody's going to die in the process. So literally we, all people will die. So we got to yeah. do this. And, the, and then the, they're like. Okay, let's even go. Even if we, even if we will no longer live in the same time as them, they have to keep living in that time. Yes. I think yeah. is what Noriko says. Something to that effect. Something like poetic in anime in a good way and profound, uh, like that. Yes. Moral story: <laughs> People are gonna live. Okay, let's go. Let's fly high. Let's combine robots. Let's 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 get that '80s anime juice going. Um, they combine Gumbuster. It, it's ready to fuck some shit up. 
And yeah, we get like a rad combination transformation sequence. It's so good. With all of those delicious Gynax mechanical part mm. movement shots. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, that's I good audio. I oh. love, love the lip smacking. Oh. <laughs> Your voice, Chris, is just like, ooh, d- did Chris need to clean himself up a little bit? Hello, no. uh, welcome, welcome to Do You Remember ASMR? <laughs> Thank you. We are here um, to. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so then the girls, uh, they they start screaming, and then they're all like, "Super!" No, I didn't say that right because it's it's Japan. Let me do it the right here. No, no, not kick. It's good. I couldn't do it as good as they can, but it's They kick. They ride or kick the shit out of. A bunch of aliens. They go boom. More cotton candy. Um, lasers. Oh, boy. So they... Lasers mean nothing to Gumbuster as it's coming at them. Um, and Which is Nor- weird because it's such a large target. Yeah. It's like just bouncing off of it. And then... Man, I got really incomprehensible with some of these notes, but we can do this. I was about to say. Um, <laughs> And Noriko goes on about how, hey, we got the power of the Kochi and the Gunbuster, and I'm like, damn right you do, hard work and guts. And so they then decide they're gonna, they've already been planted on the Exilion because they, when they did the kick, they just planted their asses, foot, feet first into the Exilion into the ship. So they're just trying to defend it, and um, the monsters, they try to shoot again. But then Gumbuster brings out a goddamn cape, and yep. for some reason, <laughs> yeah, it's so cape and attacks mean doubly nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 pretty good. They mean even less nothing now. Even less nothing. Um, and then after that, the they've detached from the ship, and the uh, space kaiju are all like. We're going to crush you in a big monster sandwich. And that doesn't work out because Gumbuster fries it from the inside out with some double bust of pina colada. And it's it's good. It's good. And it's the fleet's donezo, dude. They're gone. Um, yeah, very. The Exelion blacks holes itself. It blows up and takes a bunch of alien fools with it. And... Earth hears back of it is pretty much as soon as it happens, like, yo, we're good for now. And then Gumbuster gets back, lands right behind the hospital, and yo, the coach is alive. And Amano's like, I love you, and cries and hugs, and it's emotional. And Noriko gets emotional, too, and she's like, I, I told you I wouldn't cry, Smith, uh, but I am, because I'm happy. And that was... Episode five, we mm. outside of outside of questionable fan service. That was pretty <laughs> bitching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I should say like all this with a caveat. Like, I still love Gunbuster. Oh but yeah, I am also going to wag my finger at like some of the more eyebrow raising. Like what? you. You you didn't have to make them high school aged. You, you could have had. You could have made a lot you of choices had that would have made this better. You could have had your cheesecake and yeah. eat it too. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. It's 
Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's, uh, 1989. That's all I gotta say. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, one or two of uh, those listeners who are like, she's a fictional character, get over it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, you're right, she is a fictional character, which is why we didn't have to make her. Yeah, that doesn't mean we can't do better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway. you know, there's, there's there's still people hot and bothered about Asuka and Ray, and they're about 14, so I'm just like, what the... Uh. I love my mentally traumatized waifus. Yeah. That's... that's gonna the, gonna hit you with a yikes. That's that's the cruelest <laughs> it's, agents, agents. It's why, it's why Futaba Sakura is the best Persona 5 girl. Oh, ah. Shots fired. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, Come at me. I don't know enough about Persona 5 to get that joke. She has crippling anxiety and self-perception issues. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a big old no I'm stick with my punch me. girl. She's, yeah. yeah, she's also the youngest party member. Yeah, stick with Makoto. Cool beans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. But she's also a gamer, so that it, it evens out. <laughs> she's a gamer. <laughs> Am I right, gamers? <laughs> Play Jeff wow, Stranding. We, we, we just made so many enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, gamers. Drink Monster can, Energy. Sponsor can, of Kojima can, Productions, Death Stranding. You, you might want to edit Tastes out my like Persona 5 flavor, shot. <laughs> Tastes like berry-flavored wind sauce. New Mountain Dew Code Amp, code amp Game Fuel. You, you might want to edit out my shot. I don't want to stick you know, a wise man once said, I'm not throwing away my shot. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, so long as you're cool with it. Yeah, <laughs> we're cool. We're good. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, we end this. Um, so I just thought of Mountain Dew Szechuan sauce flavor for some reason. <laughs> like, that would be the... <laughs> 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 That would be, I, I think my stomach is still upset. Yeah. That would be the pinnacle cursed Mountain Dew flavor. Oh my oh God. God. I think Dylan just died. I think you I killed, killed him. Me. You did. Anyway, I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, is my favorite, I can't remember, is my favorite science moment now or after episode six? I think after episode six. Oh, uh, but before we get to that, I, I should, we should do the uh, post episode commentary that like I was thinking of. So, we already talked about the um, whole, like, wow, life just passes right in front yes. of your eyes. Almost feels like an analogy for pursuing your passions. Yep. Um, and a domino is opening up in your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, pursuing my passions, Coop. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's also kind of interesting, the... Uh, the role reversal Noriko and Amano have, where Amano has the doubt and the, uh, the, mm. not self-esteem in this, in her case, but it, it's more like, uh, you know, second thoughts, she's being distracted, um, you know, rather than it being about Noriko and her father, it's about, uh, Amano and Coach. Mm. Yeah. Whose name I forgot, I just know him as Coach. I think it's, yeah, Ota, it's it's a very it's a very it good Ota. way of demonstrating how far Noriko has come mm. from the beginning yeah. of the series because it's, it's not mm-hmm. it's not painted as like Amano has become weaker. Mm-hmm. No, it's not painted as like Amano has regressed. It's just that Amano has come across something that 
she is not capable of getting by. Yeah. Honestly, and Noriko I, I has come far like... enough that she can be mm-hmm. the grounding agent. Honestly, I also feel like the first three, uh, four episodes have been imposter syndrome from Noriko. Yeah. And this, oh, this yeah. episode, it, mm-hmm. like, gives, like, the perspective of, like, no, no, even someone like Amano, like, has these moments. Yeah. Uh, it's just that, you, you know, we've never really seen the show from her perspective, so now we're really getting hit with it here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that was that was like the big thing. Uh, I got my shots in uh, about <laughs> other matters. There you uh, go. I I think that's uh it's everything I want to talk about. Uh, uh, young is best girl. I agree with Coop. Yeah. yeah um, I, if I'm remembering hmm. correctly, this was supposed to be the final episode. Was it? I don't like. Wait, no, um, I, I think because after the fourth episode, the there was the announcement like, yep, no, that's we've right, been yeah, we're getting two, two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it seems also like the last four, this one, and then obviously the last episode all feel like stopping points. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They're like, oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, yeah. but wait, there's more. And oh, then we're not done yet. And Ooh. speaking of that, going into the last episode, uh, you can you can see why people joke about Gynax Gynax budget budgeting because uh, this whole episode is in black and white. Um, there is some questioning whether that was intentional or not, but I am thinking it's more. It may, who knows? It may have to do something with money with some stuff we see later in the episode. But I mean, I I also I really think like it's it. done really yes. well. Yeah, yeah, like, it's even, really cool. Uh, like a lot of people like to trash talk the final two episodes of Evangelion, but like honestly, I think they're very strong because of their limitations. Yes. Um, I actually think it enhances uh, the conclusion for me, at least. So you watch pro tip, watch that and then end of Evangelion right away. And then you're good. Yeah. They, yeah. They go together. But like they, they do go together. But like, honestly, like, I don't know if I would have said this as a kid, but like as an adult watching Evangelion, uh, those final two episodes, if it stopped at that, I would be a little dissatisfied just yeah. because you could tell it was obviously rushed. But like, I wouldn't have demanded for a follow up. But I'm glad we got one. <laughs> so, quick side tangent. I listened mm-hmm. to a podcast in which I believe a marriage was this close to ending um, over... Because of Avon Kelly. Yeah, because of the ending. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a, a, a marriage over conversation. <laughs> it's a... I mean, it, it's it's a contentious movie. It's, well, it's... And a contentious series. It's the cruelest angel's thesis. And, like, as much as I love a lot of the ideas in Evangelion, there is just as much about Evangelion that is aged super poorly. Yeah. Although I could, I, I feel like I could say that about a lot of True. my favorite mecha animes. Gun, Gunbuster, one of them, too. And again, like we were saying, yeah. a lot in this episode especially is stuff that your your boy uh, Ano Man likes to crib again because, you know, you do what you do. So, let's go 15 years into the future from when we last we last uh, saw our characters. The coach has passed long away, but hey, Amano did marry him. And uh, she is older. She, she is she is prime waifu material. Um, and uh, right now, um, shorter haircut, too. So she's she's much older. So, yeah. Oh, oh I was going to say so massive upgrade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody hit the upgrade button. Um, ain't uh, ain't 
You ain't lie. No. <laughs> we go to the Wooly Madden school of character design. <laughs> <laughs> so white. So there we white. go. Wooly Madden, so white. There we go. <laughs> um, oh, I love those guys. Anyway, um, so, yep. Uh, go for in here. Coach, like I said, closer's gone. Amon didn't marry him. Upgrade. And uh, we see crazy, crazy girl again, but she's now much older than Amano because time, because time is crazy. And um, time keeps on slipping into the future. Yep. Time keeps on slipping. Yeah, thank you. And now Amano is coach. Yep. It's true. Yes. Now I have become coach. (laughs) Destroyer of worlds. And now her (laughs) students are really sad that... um, she has to go because she has to fly like an eagle into the sea. Into the future. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> fly like an eagle, lift my spirit, set me free. I'll go Come fly. On. Let's fly. Oh yeah, fly. fly she gets in a spaceboat to fly up to space. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, no, she rides a gondola. It's a space. Like, <laughs> it's a space gondola. It's, a space gond- it's not an orbital elevator because that would make too much sense. Nope, it's a <laughs> space yeah. gondola. Space from gondola. Hawaii. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be my new ska band, Hawaiian Space, space Gondola. Go- that's good. That's a good fair, ska band fair, name. Fair. <laughs> You're so mad. Oh, so science guy on the sp- Hawaiian space gondola with the monos all like. Yeah, so we pushed all the work we've been doing to keep Earth up and going. We pushed that aside because we're building this big-ass black hole bomb. I need uh, to talk. I, I know that like the specifics of this are laid out throughout the episode, but can I just explain this? Because it's like the... It is the most insane shit in this show, and yes, I fucking love it. Do yes, it. Yes, you may. So Go ahead. They discover, and may, again, maybe this... Uh, maybe this comes up later in the episode. It's been a while... But they discovered that the space monsters are breeding in, like, the center of the un- of the galaxy. And so their way of getting around that is like, well, we have to destroy that area. Let's, let's create a black hole. And so they have built a spaceship around Jupiter so that they can take <laughs> Jupiter with them. <laughs> And then use the spaceship to, like, super compress it and create a black hole. And it's the dumbest shit, and I fucking love it. They encased Jupiter in a spaceship so that they could bring Jupiter to the fight. Gunbuster is the best show I've ever watched. I think my favorite thing about the spaceship is that it looks like the pill that Mr. Krabs has to swallow in that episode of SpongeBob where he's going through his midlife crisis. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and before Photoshop's. I hate the pill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's their plan for how they're going to take out the space monsters one and for all. Yeah. And it is my everything. And who knows what's going to happen with that, too, because the science guy mentions, oh, yeah, when we did that thing with the Exilion, it took out three planets and it fucked with Earth's axis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so imagine taking a whole fucking planet. <laughs> a planet-sized giant oblong pill. <laughs> And just dropping it right in there. Oh, boy. Um, 
But yes, um, Science Man and Amano are like, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if we should be doing this, but humans gotta survive, homie. So I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so I feel like that's an interesting idea, too, because, um, you know, contrasting this with Gundam, and I feel like I have a little bit more leeway doing this now because Anno uh, loves a lot of Tomino stuff. Uh, but it's interesting because in Gundam mythos, like, space is seen as, like, this, the next step in human evolution. Like, this is where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to leave Earth and go to space. Gunbuster is like, nah, space is scary. It's great, but, like, you'll also lose out on a lot. Um, yeah. And time Spa- just passes you space by. Space sucks, and the universe is creating antibodies to eat us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's just an interesting reversal that I wanted yeah. to point out. Uh, you know what? You could you could do crazier than taking a taking a Jupiter-sized bomb to the aliens. You could attach a giant spear onto Earth and decide uh, that you want to ram <sighs> the what I I. I don't know. I don't know where I got that from. Um, but that that's that's another crazy idea. A giant <laughs> spear? You mean the lance of Diebuster. Oh, Diebuster, got you. I still haven't finished Diebuster. I haven't seen Diebuster, so oh. um, I'm like two episodes in. L- l- I need to finish let it. Let me tell you about some groove and magic, baby. Um I, I love the opening. It's fucking sick. It's good. Um But before we aim that high, um, taking our sights down a little back to this high um man i let's keep rolling 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 um so um i do that probably once every episode let's be honest uh i'm cursed i'm like spider-man this is my gift this is my curse you're cursed like fred durst Oh no! Fuck! I'm doing it now. No. Okay. Go next point. Okay. Next okay. point of the okay. episode. So we're on the on the bridge of the super high tech awesome ship, and Noriko meets with the captain and Jung. They're heading out for the mission. Uh, Amano is flying is flying the bomb to them to meet up with them, and she's in a goddamn cutie honey outfit um, in the pilot's deck. Oh my deck. god, she is. Because I was like, she's in a super scantily clad outfit. Even more. Oh wait, that's totally cutie honey's outfit. Um, so it's just a reference to Cutie Honey. Of course, that wouldn't surprise me. Cause I guess, <laughs> goddamn Anno. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, so the bomb shows up to join the fleet, and instead of just like popping out like most other things in subspace do, it, it like breaks subspace like glass because it's so it's big. so cool. It's such a cool effect. Uh, yeah, it's uh, all the Seth kisses. It's good. And once they meet back up, Amano is so happy to see Noriko. Gives her a big old hug. Noriko's a little confused, though, because it's only been six months for her, while for Amano it's been 15 years. So... <laughs> yeah. Noriko is yeah. a full-on space space lady now. Yep, full-on space. S- spacing out, spacing in. Um, just like I'm spacing now. <laughs> Um, well, oh anyway, um, are we going to maintain our sanity? We will. We'll fight on for America and freedom in Japan. Um, so um, they're hanging out a little afterwards. Um, Kimiko, Kimiko's uh, daughter gave a letter to give to Amano to give to Noriko because she's one of the students um, before she left. And Kimiko in the letter um, 
says, yo, I may not live by the time you get back and be around. And Noriko's like, oh, Kimiko and her daughter could be, like, gone Just by gone. the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm dying inside. It's like, Oh boy, I sure hope she at least gets to see Kimiko's daughter by the end of the show. Oh, you hope. <laughs> this uh, game's this game's time manipulate or this this show's time manipulation stuff is absolute spaghetti, but honestly it like it feels more emotionally there than a lot of other things that have tried to do the same thing. Yeah. Cough cough interstellar cough cough. Yeah. Cause this like every time they've they've had any form of time dilation, it's always been a gut punch in one way or another. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but um, oof. so as we covered, Jupiter's in that damn bomb. Um, and then Chris's favorite thing about this show, even more it's than what we mentioned best. already. I will. I I'll go into detail when we get to the science lesson at the end of this episode. But you get one shot of what like the bridge of the spaceship, and what looks like a dolphin wearing a helmet is visible in the background. And we'll come back to that, dear listener. Yeah. You better believe it. Oh, yeah. So, everybody's getting ready to fight battle stations. We're, we're ready to hop in the gun buster. And Young being Young, on the way to the pilot, it's like, I'm going to slap you, Amano, because Kochi. And here, here's the gun buster machine two key again. Like, so. literally just to be that that guy. Yep. <laughs> like eh this is my shtick i'm gonna stick with it um <laughs> and then the captain sit on the bridge he's like okay monsters let's fucking go and can you name a more iconic yeah duo? <laughs> i i i saw noriko and amano sitting there together i was like this is 4 a.m i'm gonna write this <laughs> oh. oh boy um and then on the bridge, uh, the captain and his boy are going on about how this is a miracle that we're doing this. And like, nope, the monsters show on up and they're trying to stop the bomb. They're trying to ram into it. They know what's going on. And uh, the monsters are having their big old counterattack. Um, they're, they're trying to stop this. And through a series of storyboards, um, Gumbuster and everybody are trying to protect the bomb. This this is the moment that makes me think that the black and white was more likely a budgeting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. That said, again, I still think it looks really cool. I think that they do a very good job with it, and I honestly really like these like storyboard manga panel style depictions yeah. of the battle. I think they're very cool. They y- you don't do this if you have the money to animate no. it, right? <laughs> yeah. I think or like, the time, like even if it, if it maybe it wasn't budget, maybe it was like a crunch issue. That could be that I don't too. know what was I mean, going also, on. Like but you, they they had so much they had to do in this one episode. Oh yeah, one yeah. hundred like, I think the fight was going to be abridged regardless. So I yeah. guess you know if the budget was running out, they kind of knew that was going to be the the thing they would put the least effort in. Yeah, one hundred percent. You could tell they spent a shit ton of money on episode five. At the yeah, end. exactly. Yeah. If, you wanna, so. if you if you wanted to watch this show for a badass space battle, you could watch the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they managed to get through the fight all right. Um, it's a miracle that the bomb's okay. Nope, it's not a miracle. The bomb, the bomb's fucked up. So one, it's not gonna blow. So 
our girls are like, okay, we're going to head into the bomb, use one of the generators we have in Gunbuster. We got two because we're cool like that. Uh, use one to set the bomb off and use the other to get back home. And it was like, no, you can't do that. No, we're, we're going to go and do that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, don't tell me what to do and fuck you. Yeah, because the monster's going to kill us anyway, so let's just do this. And Young tries to fall after him, but she she's going to die and get crushed if she keeps on going. And the mom's like, yo, we can get out of this. And Young is like, but I'm not going to live in the same time as you. Uh, it's like, we'll be back. Just, just. And Young's like, okay, I, I'll, I will... I will leave a, a real good note. I will remember. So I will be here in some way, shape, or form. So she heads on off. It could be a long time, but she'll have a big old welcome back ready for him. So Gumbuster going deeper into the pressure of Jupiter inside the bomb. It's getting crushed. It's getting ripped up. And then to go ahead and set this bomb off, uh, you rip... <sighs> When you rip your own boob out of your shirt to grab uh, to grab your robot's heart, so so yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. This show, okay, so this is one of those moments where like, I I get it, but also this show has never been like Gunbuster is not a one to one movement control scheme. No, like <laughs> Gun, Gunbuster is controlled via like joysticks and buttons and shit. This is not Mobile Fighter G Gundam where uh, you're in a skin-tight no, suit no, in the Chris, holodeck. It's her passion. <laughs> the result of her hard work and guts. Moriagare. And also, Mori we Agare. gotta get that one last shot of the boob window. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's, she's gotta... She's gotta... She's gotta Janet Jackson herself to go ahead and get to the bomb. <laughs> so... Ah, <sighs> Justin Timberlake... Mm. Anyway, um, so she Justin Timberlake's herself. They get the bomb. They set it off. It goes boom, and everybody's like, um, "It's a success." Everybody on the ship is, oh boy, they're not they're not happy, and they get the hell out of there. And boom, boom, boom. And Noriko says as they're trying as they're caught in the blast, getting out, getting out of it. He's like, oh, "I'm sorry, Kimiko. I won't be back in time." And Kimiko back on her was like, I felt like Noriko just called out to me. Hmm. Okay. And that music, we see the explosion, the crater, the mass. The soundtrack of this show is so good. All the scoring is so good. Goddamn Kohei Tanaka. God. Genius. Delicious. (laughs) Um, Smack, smack, smack. Mmm. Mmm. Thank you. I hate what's Stop. happening okay, right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so. Um, God damn it. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a show for the record books, boys. Um, so, we as the smoke or the crater created by that black hole clears over the years, we learn it has now been 12,000 years since that happened, and Gunbuster is just showing back up, back in front of Earth floating through space and earth seems to be rather dark like worrying worryingly so like is humanity gone nope nope yep nope no it's just a prank they played on <laughs> yep because young was <laughs> like gotcha yo i'm gonna put out a big welcome back on the earth with a backwards k or backwards uh hiragana on there so you know it's for me jung so 
girls, you come on back to Earth. And they're like, Toodles, Gunbuster, we're going back to Earth. They go back to Earth. It's gorgeous, that music. And it's swelling, and it's mwah, and you have good feels. And, and that is the end of Gunbuster proper. We'll it's get a great some, fucking show. We'll get to some science in a minute, but... Yeah. Mmm. It's, uh... Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a fun journey. Yeah, and it's it's one of the things that I think is so great about Gunbusters. It doesn't try to be really complex. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like it's a fairly simple story, but within that, all of the characters get their moments. All of the characters get to grow. All of the characters get to like engage with one another in some really touching ways. Like arriving back at the Earth and having them go, "Lol, welcome back!" is like really kind. It's like it's dumb, but in the sweetest and most like, it it's the, the right the, ending the for the they, show. Not only have they not been forgotten, but like the Earth actually organized like yep. a hero's return for yeah. them. It's There's it's something simplistic. Sweet about that. Yeah, it's simplistic, but like in the most touching way possible. And I think that I. You know, as much as I like very complex shows and shows with a lot of, like, overlapping parts and A, B, and C plots, and, like, when, when you can pull off complicated, it's very good. But there's something to be said for a show that's willing to revel in its simplicity. Yeah. Like Gunbuster is. Mm. I say about the show where they built a bomb around Jupiter, but, you know, narrative yeah, <laughs> simplicity. Around, like, you know, I could explain that to a kid and they'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't totally see any do problem that. with that. That's a really big bomb. Okay. <laughs> but also, like, I can put my thumb up in the air and, like, Jupiter goes away, so is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, when, when you showed this, uh, when you showed this to me, Chris, I, I you know, I started with, like, yeah, this will be, like, a fun uh, you know, fun mech anime where, like, it'll have its, like, Gurren Lagann highs and maybe a Neon Genesis Evangelion low here and there, but I wasn't expecting the gut punches to hit as hard as they ended up hitting. Yeah. 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 Like, and again, the all of the time dilation is absolute spaghetti, but they use it for some really touching character yeah. beats. And some it really is not without good, purpose. Yeah. And they, they write it as such that they can use it to create those moments that they want. Mm-hmm. This is a great show. Everyone should yes. watch Gunbuster. It's good. Yeah. Like, my, like, please, because my, my spaghetti uh, <laughs> breakdown of going down the list does not do it justice in any way, shape, or form. Uh, trust me, you'll enjoy it more because there's significantly less Fred Durst in watching in that show. In fact, there is none. Um, All right, time to organize a fan dub. Oh, no. Feet oh, Fred actually, Durst as coach. Oh, God. <sighs> the Limp Biscuit fan dub. Noriko, you just got to keep rolling, 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 oh, rolling. Is that the only Limp Biscuit song we, we have in our repertoire? Um, there's Everything's hard work in the hot dog flavored water. Oh my god. Do you remember so this is this is this is a tangent. I, dude, no. you remember Fred Durst. Uh, oh no. <laughs> dude, 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 you remember Limp Biscuit? Oh no. <laughs> We've truly cursed. Remember what so 
uh, for reference, way back in the day, uh, Chris, Chris and I used to hang out at a church because youth group and video games, mostly because the video games Accurate. are cool. Um, I remember there one day there were there was a presentation and uh, they were playing the Limp Biscuit version of Faith, like uh, as part of the presentation. I'm sorry, I just turned to stone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I remember this, but you, I remember that. You just that. opened a fucking Pandora's box of my memories. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I have no faith in that. <laughs> hey, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're, we're old. Not really, no, not. but no. <laughs> Shut up. No, we're not. We're 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 all. Um, I'm a wee bab. We're all five years old, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so early. I'm, baby. I'm a five years old. Yep. I I know what five plus seventy is. Eighty two. Hey. Anyway, so there's a science section at the end of this yes. episode. Yeah, yes. yeah. Let's talk about that. So the science is getting steadily more and more ridiculous, and this is my favorite. So they're they're <laughs> talking about it's it's about ship propulsion and about like how scientists came up with like well you're you're moving these things that are the size of cities how does that work and then they're like well you know the newest flagship is actually too big for traditional propulsion engines like they just don't work so instead we came up with something better we have hyper intelligent genetically engineered dolphins that use advanced mathematics to rewrite the laws of physics in a bubble around the ship so that the laws of physics just stay, oh yeah, it moves forward now. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the dumbest thing. And I fucking love it. (laughs) Um, Slightly less dumb, but still related to mecha anime and dolphins. Um, In Gundam X, which I think was like 96, uh, so it was way after the original Gundam series, uh, there is a dolphin that is also a new type. Oh, That's my favorite fucking thing. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to share that I'm glad you you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. I I would be remiss uh, not to. Dolphins are the best. this This is now... Forget Fred Durst. This is the Dolphin Podcast now. We need more mecha animes with mechs piloted by dolphins. And you know what? What's even better? (laughs) Okay. Give me a a Mobile Fighter G Gundam remake where all of the pilots are different animals. Yes. Mobile Fighter G Gundam by way of Zoids. Okay. I'm liking this. No, it's reverse Zoids, though. (laughs) (laughs) Mechs are people. Oh... Let, let me go ahead and make this even better for you. Let me blow your goddamn mind. The code name for the Nintendo GameCube, Dolphin. Dolphin. It's all connected. It's all, it's all, um, I have my, I have my web of conspiracy on my wall right now about how dolphins are the best from GameCubes, so, hmm. Do GameCube's make hamburger? I don't know where I'm going with this, but anyway. I don't either. Maybe it's time to wrap up this episode. It may, it may be perhaps, 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 persnapples. Yes. Um, yes, that, that is a confirmation to me. Yes. Okay. So, 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 Chris, Chris, take That's me. me. Take me backstage and tell me about your gaming. Yeah. Uh, so like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Dylan and I co-host a show called Backstage Gaming. Uh, we talk about 
video game storytelling is like the the cleanest description we've come up with, really. Uh, yes. But we look at different elements about like how games tell their stories, how they engage with their audience. It's all kind of filtered through our lens as actors. It's a good time, and you can find it wherever you get your podcast if you search for Backstage Gaming or at bsgpod.com or on Twitter at bsg underscore cast. Yeah, give us a listen. Drop us a review on iTunes if you like us. Mm. I love you. Delicious. I love you too. Um, and then for the both of you, I, I just so we can hit five birds with twenty stones. Um, mm. Ooh, that that sounds widely unlogical. Anyway, um, tell me tell me about some unexplored places you guys also explore. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, am I going or are you going? I'll, I'll go. Fuck the, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Unexplored Places we'll is, is an actual play podcast that is hosted by a friend of mine and Dylan's named Christine. Uh, they run a it's a it's an actual play podcast. The original series, which wrapped up a couple of months ago, was in Monster of the Week, and it was all about ooky spooky shit in rural Ohio. Uh, season two is coming out in October. Dylan and I are both uh, characters in it. I'm in like the main cast and Dylan's going to be there. Uh, as his schedule allows, a sort of a recurring guest character. It's going to be a sci-fi adventure, so if you like sci-fi, like maybe you do because you listen to this podcast about sci-fi anime, you should check it out. Um, There's also several interstitial episodes that are going on right now. We just finished an arc uh, in a game called Bigfoot Stole My Car with my best friend's birthday present (laughs) inside. Uh, And now episode one, and, well, actually, I don't know what's happening when you hear this, but... Here in September, we're doing a three-part uh, fiasco game we played called Catfishes the Musical. Um, <laughs> it's all phenomenal. If you like, if you want to hear me doing a really piss-poor impression of Keith Richards, come listen to Catfishes the Musical. Uh, but yeah, you should totally show them some love. They're on Twitter, at UnexploredCast, or you can find them wherever you get your podcasts, or at unexploredcast.libsyn.com. Those title descriptions are just killing me. Like, yeah, no, oh the, my Bigfoot God. stole my car with my best friend's birthday present inside was a huge amount of fun. I played a smooth techie character named Bic Haxman. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Coop. That name's too good. That, that episode has been sitting on my phone for the longest time, and I haven't been able to listen to it yet. Oh, so it's, I, it's incredible. It's so yeah, much fun. I need, to, I need to listen to that ASAP. Oh, boy. Um... And then, Chris, where can people find you on the Twitter place? Uh, you can find me at CJWilsonVA on Twitter. I tweet about different projects I'm in. I retweet things related to acting and creative work. I also retweet a whole bunch of dumb shit post memes that make me laugh. So Woo. come along and have a good time. Woo, boy! Thank you. <laughs> thank you, my friend. Um, and thank you for, for joining us in this madness. <laughs> of course, it was a lot of fun. It, it, was, it was fun to talk about this series with y'all. Yes. I, I, I'm kind of out of it, but the love is big and pulsing yeah. and awesome. Um, mm. <laughs> it's very girthy. Girthy mm. love. Um, hey, Dylan, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> At the Dilla. T-H-A underscore D-I-L-A. Okay, and then my Twitter is uh, at Rider Strike for all my nonsense. And then also for um, for the podcast here, you can find us on anchor.fm slash dude, you remember the lovely folks over there. Push us on out to your listening pod, pod, pod forms, that works, platforms of choice. 
And please feel free, uh, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google Play, write us a review, leave us some stars. We'd love to hear from you. And speaking of hearing from you, we also have an email. So dyrmcast at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot us a message there. We're also in the Twitter zone at do do you remember and then also on facebook slash do do you remember so please feel free to reach out to us and also another as always huge thanks to mr chris eakins artist and talented man and game developer for specifically the game Rust system which you should all check out he provided the show's key art and to check out more of his work check out Rust system underscore game on twitter and that game's out now and chris is doing a shit ton of updates for that game all the time, along with working on another game. So you should check it out, definitely. But that is it for us. That is it for your Ramble Man here, who is most out of it, and these gentlemen who here who have chosen to subject themselves to this. You, you are the bravest. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, have it any other way. Ooh, ooh. It's, it's what we expect. Oh, God. Man, I... I have a very high bar now to live up to. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so thank you for listening. We'll, we'll be back with something in the future. Uh, we, we, we might go two. We might go plus. We might two year plus. We might watch something else. We'll see. We'll, That's we'll, actually a really good question. I, I'm not sure where we're going next. <laughs> I, would, I would figure if I was a betting man, um, either I'm thinking Macross 2. So we can okay. get that out of the way because that's, that's going to be a little painful. Okay, <laughs> just a warning. But for okay. now, I think I guess it's time for us to uh, get rolling, rolling, rolling out. I've created a monster. I, <laughs> I I need to find the holy water and cleanse thine self. Anyway, <laughs> no, Coop, you are the monster. You are the thing, and you just assimilated Chris. Oh no. Oh no! Anyway, I, I, this is Chris and Coop together as one blob. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Toulou. Toulou. I'm gonna stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs>